Welcome to Extravagant Mortals Podcast. My name is Manuela Illera. I am the director, producer, and host. Today's episode two, ableism and disability in the arts. Yes, we fuck. Yes, we love. Yes, we live. With artist Kati Pitol. I'm opening this episode with a piano concerto for the left hand in D major, composed by Maurice Ravel. This was a commission by the Austrian pianist Paul Wittgenstein, who lost his right arm during World War I. The concerto had its premiere in January 1932, with Wittgenstein as a soloist performing with the Vienna Symphony Orchestra, and only playing with his left hand. Today we're talking about ableism, what is and how to fight it. We are talking about the possibilities of the body instead of the disabilities of the body. We want to challenge the hegemonic canons. We're going to introduce a concept that will determine the way we carry out this conversation. That concept is functional diversity. Functional diversity was originally coined by Spanish activists and thinkers Javier Romagnac and Antonio Centeno, the later director and producer of the documentary Yes, We Fuck, available for free on Vimeo. By the way, you can go and check it out. We're going to make some comments about it. One of the most important bases that I consider a vital part of understanding is the use of language and how this opens the door in the perception of other bodies. We will explain and break down functional diversity throughout the conversation, and we will make a rather quick scan of some of the most important concepts of disability studies in order to contextualize this conversation and name the premises that, in my opinion, can have the greatest impact on the listeners. People are shy, even afraid, we could be all Relaxed instead Our needs are just the same as yours Respect and love and sex of course Sometimes we're sad, sometimes we're fun One day there's rain, 
the mud. Maybe you want a kick in the butt. When we talk about oppression, we always come across with terms like homophobia, transphobia, sexism, racism, classism, and so on. But do you know what it's ableism? We are listening to Blind and Lame with the song Come A Little Closer. I actually met the singer of this band. So Lucy, if you're listening to this, I remember when you killed it that night at the karaoke at the Academy. Security between the likes of you and me. Come on, the nose, not your mind. Let's start with ableism. I actually think the Wikipedia result is quite informative to begin. It says, Ableism is a discrimination and social prejudice against people with disabilities or who are perceived to have disabilities. There are stereotypes generally inaccurate associated with either disability in general or with specific disabilities. For instance, a presumption that all disabled people want to be cured, that wheelchair users necessarily have an intellectual disability, or that blind people have some special form of insight. So I think here we won't talk about what you can find on Wikipedia, so I really recommend you to go and check the basics of this topic. Because when I was researching and talking with Katy, my guest, about the content of the episode, we just realized that we're not going to be able to talk about many, many things. And we decided to focus on certain topics. But I really encourage you to go and Google stuff because there's very fucked up things about eugenics, Nazi practices, and some other things that you have to read and that we won't going to touch in this podcast. I think it's necessary to at least superficially mention that the history of the disability is very dark and deserves to be reviewed by each of you. So let's go back to ableism. Ableism is not only a necessary active and direct discrimination against a disabled person. Urbanism, social constructions or cultural dynamics are constantly discriminating functionally diverse folks. And after you finish this podcast, you will confirm we live in an ableist society. Our guest today is Kathy Bittel, a 
a German artist based in the city of Dachau, where she is developing her practice. She also studies under Professor Pitz at the Academy of Fine Arts Munich. Her work is a new look at the body and the differences in the body. It is a reconciliation with the sexiness of the difference. It is the challenge to the male gaze. It is an attempt to rewrite or repaint the history of art. Her work includes painting, animation and video. Katy was born with SMA, spinal muscular atrophy, and she moves around the world in a wheelchair. Katy, besides being my friend, is my boss, and I am part of the team of 10 assistants who work for her. And today I want to thank her for having this talk. Hello, Katy. Thank you for being on the show. Welcome to Extravagant Mortals podcast. Hi, Manuela. Thank you very much for having me. Sure. So from now on, we will refer to disability as functional diversity. And for the sake of this podcast, we will refer to functional diverse folks as FD. So we're going to replace the word disability and disabled. Disability as functional diversity and disabled as FD or FD folk. And we will start this conversation addressing first that problem, the problem of language. What are your thoughts on that, Kati? Okay, Manuela, first I'm gonna start with a very embarrassing truth about myself. Um, when I heard those feminist discourse about the use of language, and that words should change something in this world, I was always laughing. Um, but when I, when I realized in this uh, research I made that I was functional diverse, as every single person on this planet really is, um, I suddenly felt how discriminating the word disability really is. And how important is language? Yes, yes, I just realized it now. Um, because I'm really able of many things. For example, I did a diving course in my life. Wow. You did not know? <laughs> no, not really. Uh, but I can also do very basic stuff. I mean, I tell you how to cook, for example. Um, so after this research, the word disabled or disability for me is really disgusting and it does not exist anymore. I don't want to use it. And I think, or my opinion is now, that is society's perspective on themselves. We are all the same as we are all diverse. And it took me 26 years that I'm living now um, that, I, that I realized this and I could feel now that I'm part of society with all the diverse body shapes and abilities and I'm not separated as this crippled anymore. So we have also to review the use of the word normal. There is an intrinsic desire 
in all of us to be normal, to fit in. And what is not normal is for default wrong. So if you're not normal, you're wrong. Why do we think there are humans that are not normal? So the term, I think, is directly related with a body that is able, that is adjusted to a canon and that produces. So actually the normal is linked also to productivity and utilitarism. Because FD folks are not a subject of uh, capitalism, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the word normal, it is super common and we use it all the time. But it is again a word of the big illusion we have. Because who is normal and what is normal? Utilitarism um, defines the worth of a person by its productivity. And that's a problem for everyone, not only for me. We are all trying to get bigger, better, and we compete all the time. A person like me that needs help in every single moment during 24 hours, as I'm not really able to move my body in any ways myself, I really have to doubt my worth in this whole system, you know? Mm. But people with diverse functionalities, they have certain abilities as everyone in this world. Um, so by excluding those people with so-called disabilities, I think we cut a very big potential of knowledge and creativity. Absolutely. So being a normative body makes you a normative citizen. But if you are functionally diverse, you cannot be a full citizen. And a citizen, I mean, I'm referring as a subject of rights. Because when you are FD, the state will determine which are your rights. So in your case, Kathy, for example, which rights you feel are the most violated just because you are functionally diverse? Yeah, I think one of my biggest struggles in life is Again, uh, related to utilitarism. Um, for example, I'm not allowed to save more than 25,000 euro. Like um, a year or? No, it's for all my life. For your whole lifespan? For my whole life. I mean, for now, 25,000 euro sounds much. <laughs> yeah. Because I don't have that. But uh, for all your life, imagine how can you ensure not to become poor when you get old. Or, for example, I cannot buy a house myself. Yeah. So, to say it very drastically, I'm not even allowed by law to buy my own house. And that's, that's really frustrating. Because that is like the maximum amount of wealth that you can have yes. as an FD. Yes, and I also have to earn that money myself. Okay. So, I cannot be given a gift, for example. Um, mm. And that's because my assistants I need for 24 hours um, are paid by social money. So the solidarity is paying for my basis. Yeah. And I did not choose that, you know. Mm. Every person that needs this help did not choose to live that life. Absolutely. 
And it's also the same with the property of my parents, which I cannot inherit. So you mean like your parents have um, properties and when they die, you should by right own that flat. You're not allowed by law? No, I'm not. I could not get anything of my parents because it would be the same like buying my own house. Okay, so you're not allowed to save money. You're not allowed to, with that money, buying a house. And you're also not allowed to inherit your own patrimony, right? Yes. Yeah, so, By law. So in the end, I will be poor. I will end up poor, that's for sure. You're going to be end up poor by law. By law. <laughs> yes, it's funny. <laughs> okay, or let's talk about marriage, for example. Yeah. The state makes it really complicated to be in a relationship because it will put restrictions on your partner too. Mm -hmm. And in Germany it has come has become better now since this year many people marry because law got a bit better for us. But it is uh, still complicated and interabled relationships get discriminated all the time. So this is basically a structural ableism. By law, yes. Our love's a complex vintage wine All rotted leaves and lemon rind I spit you out But now you're mine We bit the fruit It seemed a lie I'll never know which way was right Now side by side we face my night And I love you And I love you Let's talk about assumptions. We're always assuming things about FD folks. And remember people, when we say FD folks, we're referring to disabled people, but we just don't want to use that word again. So we want to reinforce this kind of a change of language as referring to disabled people as functionally diverse. So I think these assumptions also happen because we were never taught to relate with the difference. So people in general, among other things, assume FD folks are children, for example. Yes, yes, that's true. Um, I think it is the perspective we have on functional diverse people that really comes from assumptions we make. Uh, like assuming, for example, that people with disability can't have sex or physical disability will also come with mental issues. Mm -hmm. um, so I think the problem is FD folks are looked at in a medical way. Like they are people with sickness, they need to be helped all the time, and they cannot be independent. So people just don't know that we have a very normal life which is fulfilling and also fun. I wanted to point something out there about the being independent. It's like 
people always thinking that you are dependent because you depend of our help as your assistance. But the reality is, is like, is that you are independent because you have our help, not the other way around. I mean, you are actually a fully independent woman. You live alone, you do everything you have to do, only that you do it in your way. It's a different way of function. I think it's the perception people have. They um, think you cannot be independent with the help of others. Exactly. But how can you live alone? Nobody lives really alone without help from others. Absolutely. Yeah, this, this is also like this lie of being an independent person just because you live alone and can do stuff alone. But where is your clothing coming from? Where is the food coming from? I mean, you live actually in a complex collective system of the help from others all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's an illusion. An it's illusion. still an illusion you again. You live in yeah. a very, very big illusion. And I think also another thing is in the disability discourse is very often about uh, accessibility of certain places mm -hmm. or also physical barriers. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think we have to work on our perception of what humans really are first. That's yeah. the first step. And because, for example, my biggest issue in, in my life was not the accessibility. I mean, it was on the side. But growing as a woman was really a big step for me I had to do because I became interested in love I became interested in sex and in this process I really had to work on accepting my body. So people often assume that I am still a child as you mentioned before mm -hmm. and this really takes away my, my whole sexuality. So I'm, I'm not a woman, I'm still a child. And this takes away my identity. And if you deny somebody's identity, he does not really exist anymore. So you take away all its power. And invisibility for FD folks doesn't come only with accessibility problems. So we keep ignoring the basics of human existence. Sexuality is an implication of the body. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of any type of body. True. If you're not considered sexual or sensual, you are for default invisible. That's also when my work as an artist started. I was always interested in the body. Um, I was observing the anatomy of the body and I was always trying to find myself in those shapes. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I also tried to manipulate, for example, the art history. Um, I 
tried to change beauty standards we have since the beginning of uh, human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, so I tried to find out why I wanted to show my body so much and why I wanted to provoke somehow. Um, and I think now I found, I kind of found out um, as a woman in a wheelchair, I realized that I always get mentalized. And what I mean by that is as soon as people get to know me, they think I'm very intelligent or they can have beautiful talks with me. And they also suddenly forget about my wheelchair. Um, But that's the thing. They forget about me having a physical appearance and a sexuality. I also wanted to enjoy my body. I want to be desired. I want to be an object that is attractive. And the reality is, I really am. Yes, you are. So what society told me that I was not attractive to anyone, it was a total lie. Like the whole system is a big illusion. I'm having a life full of physical pleasure and fun. So to keep talking about that, this documentary, Yes We Fuck, from Antonio Centeno, which I mentioned before, and for the ones that don't know it, we highly recommend it, is for free on Vimeo, and it's about the sexual and natural exploration of FD folks on camera. I have to spill the tea again, Manuela. (laughs) I was searching for porn. Who else did not? I was searching for porn with FD folks. Mm -hmm. And maybe I did not a proper research, but I could not find it really. Mm, And then I saw this documentary and I was completely blown away because I could see people actually having sex on camera and they were not hidden, they were not ashamed. They did it in their own way. So throughout history, disabled people, or which is now functionally diverse people, and sex was a very big taboo. And with this documentary, is not anymore. Yeah, I mean, this documentary is very challenging. It challenges the hegemonic canon we were talking about. It challenges the normal, the normativity. We tend to think that normal is sexy. And not normal is not sexy. So if you're not normal, you're not sexy. And that's bullshit. The sexiness is as infinite as the possibilities of the body. Yeah, so now as we come to the sexiness, <laughs> I would like to recommend some of my favorite Instagram accounts um, for you to check the sexiness. Yeah, sure. And for example, Katy and me uh, always talk about living the sexy life. Yes. <laughs> We invented this quote um, to empower ourselves and to be more often sensual in life because this is fulfilling our existence. And I think empowerment is a key word. And that's what some people on Instagram do. And 
For example, we want to show you Trista Marie MCG on Instagram. She has taken very nice photos of herself and another model. And also, she's also sharing texts, which, which are very interesting. Um, and by the way, we're going to leave all the links below in the description with all the accounts that we're going to recommend. So don't worry, you will have like an easier way to access to these recommendations. And yeah, I mean, there are great things about what we were talking about, the possibilities of the body. Aesthetically, the body has way more possibilities than we think. Yeah, or Manuela, did you, for example, see somebody in a wheelchair dancing? You showed me that yes, for the first time and it was dope. Yeah. So you're going to check out Wheelchair Rapunzel on Instagram. She's dancing and that's that's really cool. She's a very tough girl. Um, or you're going to check out Einfach Katja Block. She's talking about uh, being disabled and being a woman. She's a feminist and she do, she's doing uh, politics also. Cool. Or you like to enjoy some music from Blind and Lame, which is the band of Lucy Wilke. Yeah, Lucy, if you're listening to us, thanks for your music and your work. We also saw your performance. Yeah, you can see it on the ZDF, ZDF Mediatek. That's really, really interesting. We recommend for you to go and check it out as well. I would also recommend to check uh, this account from Hot Crip, who has a very assertive and political language. So she creates educative memes for ableist people. So now we come to an end. You can start to listen to music, looking at these beautiful Instagram profiles. We hope now you're feeling more diverse than ever. And don't worry if you're an ableist because you probably are. <laughs> But you made a first step listening to this podcast. Thank you so much, Kathy, for your valuable perspective. I hope I can have you again on the show. Thank you very much, Manuela, for having me. I would love to talk to you and your listeners again. And I also have to thank you because I could develop a lot and see myself being an ableist too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's never too late to learn. Thank you. Thank you. Bis nächstes Mal. Ciao. This was episode two of Extravagant Mortals podcast. I want to thank Kathy again for her unique insight and perspective. We also have to say that we know that the functionally diverse experience is totally different for everyone and that it's impossible to put all FD folks in one sack. Also, the conditions change from country to country. We just wanted to raise awareness and visibility. Please check Kathy's artistic work. All links in the descriptions. We know many FD folks are struggling with physical barriers and difficult conditions in state institutions. 
There are scholars and thinkers developing theories around the medical model, the social model, and the internal criticism of those postulates. Tom Shakespeare, Mike Oliver, and Colin Barnes were some of the names in our research. We might have to make a second part, talking about caring, the economy of caregiving, and how important it is to find the intersection of these fights with feminist and social fights to keep completing the society we all deserve. My name is Manuela Illera, and this podcast on next episodes will be also conducted in Spanish, releasing new episodes every month. You can contact me on my website or social media, all links in the description. I design the sound and atmospheres, but all music you heard on this episode was created or performed by FD folks like Luce Vilke, Galen Dia, and Heavy Load. I would kindly ask you to share this content. Send the link to a friend. Share it on your Instagram stories. This is for Kathy and me, educative content, and we want to reach as many people as possible. Help us out.